India charts the truth about the markets. Hi everyone, this is Rohit Srivastava here and we are halfway into the month of April and going to look at where the markets are headed after what has been a surprise bounce back. Now, I was in the media today morning and there was an interesting discussion and it reflects on something that I also wrote about in the long shot report at the start of the month which is what really happens after major market sell offs uh, when they bounce back and uh, we went into the history looking at three major bounces that uh, really occurred uh, so this was uh, on uh, cnbc so i was online uh, at 11am if any of you really saw it and uh, the discussion i went on to explain that not just those three occasions but every bear market whether it was whether you take even the us bear markets 1929 you take the nasdaq in the year 2000 or you take nifty in the year 2008 2000 or even way back 1992 you look at the harshad mehta bubble each time that you had a major sell off in the market uh, over you know several weeks or a month or two uh, the immediate bounce back the first bounce back of a bear market always ended up retracing 50 to 60% of the entire fall so we have already seen that happen in us indices we have still not seen it happen in indian indices we've done close to around 38% so that would be at around 9326 uh, but we haven't really reached the 50% mark now uh, 10 days ago when actually uh, put out that thought process most people were still doubting because they thought the selling pressure would intensify there was room for possibly one more leg lower if you made an expanded flat but we continued to hold up uh, the 61% uh, retracement mark and then continued higher from there as far as the nifty is concerned so we've continued to get a higher up uh, higher top higher bottom kind of bounce in nifty what we are seeing is a lagging effect on the banking sector so banking stocks have really not performed they were also very very weak today and my sense is if the entire bounce back continues to play out as expected to the uh, said retracement mark then uh, banking stocks which have been lagging also need to catch up and should play uh, to the upside from here so we'll have to watch out for that tomorrow because uh, the pressure remained we are still seeing pressure tonight in uh, us indices specifically follow i mean the key thing to watch was uh, oil prices which should have recovered post all the announcements but actually falling off a cliff because the demand is really not there even after the huge cuts that they have made now of course this would be temporary at the same time uh, the fed has actually backstopped the junk bond market because that's where a large amount of the debt of the oil especially the us shale oil industry had large part of their debts out there and uh, such low prices almost makes uh, many of them go out of business and backstopping the uh, junk bond market was an important part of the bailout announcement that they made earlier this month so when they announced the 2 trillion dollar buying bond buying package they've included junk bonds this time essentially to help the uh, oil industry so even as oil prices are falling that's why you are not really seeing the sell off in equities gather the same momentum on the downside but at some point of time the markets need to recognize the deflationary demand effects of the near term that are really taking place uh but in the short term when we say you're in a bear market you most bear markets or even corrections if you say this is a correction end in three waves we usually end up marking them as a b and c and the b wave is where you end up getting the big 50 to 60% retracement now usually when that happens it results in a change in sentiment from an extreme negative to a somewhat positive and uh, sometimes even extreme positive depending on how long it takes so 
if i do a sentiment measure then we definitely not come out of the extreme negative and reach the extreme positive although all the news flows are there the interventions have been done by almost all central banks uh, the indian central bank itself has stepped in uh, to buying bonds now of course we are not nowhere close to and probably will not step into the equity market i wouldn't expect it at this stage uh, but uh, the us has come closer to that by almost having done everything else that's probably the last thing they have not done in comparison to what japan has uh, done over these years or probably even the swiss bank uh, has done in the last uh, several years where they've actually started buying stocks on in their portfolio so we don't uh, know whether that will be the case with the us uh, in the next round of bailouts but uh, this time around whatever they have said and the expectations that governments will step in because this is uh, not just a financial crisis but a social one and uh, the expectation is that most governments do take some kind of fiscal measures the us has already taken some measures in that direction and as the situation uh, gets uh, more difficult especially if this goes on for longer then others would also be expected to step in we are still not seen that much on in india yet uh on the fiscal side we've definitely seen some of the monetary actions take place or steps being taken to ensure the smooth functioning of tax collections and giving time to corporates and so on all of that has been done but uh in terms of a fiscal stimulus to the economy probably we'll only do it later once the uh crisis period with the uh, virus itself has passed which means we've ended the lockdowns and everybody's you know trying to get back to work and at that point of time they'll probably assess the economic situation and take steps is what i would think but the hopes uh, so how markets function as they move ahead which means the crash that we saw 30 to 40 40% cut i think in nifty uh, from the uh, all time high more or less prices in uh, what uh, we've seen so far which is that it's it started to price in the worst of the Uh, impact of the coronavirus and now uh, what the markets are trying to do on a bounces try and price in central bank action and probably the hopes towards uh, fiscal action and so that's what really drives these retracements and then uh, will the market really roll over immediately if sentiment has not moved from one side to the other tendency is that every sell off will get bought into and then you'll again see some short covering or uh, you know pullback rallies uh, that will continue to keep it at the top end of the range till uh the belief is set across the board that uh, you know things are likely to improve governments will intervene and uh, the worst is behind us now till that we've reached that point you don't complete wave b uh, of an abc correction and only then would you probably go back to uh, retest the lows so in each of those cases uh, which we discussed 2008 2092 and like i said even if you take the us 1929 or you take uh us uh, nasdaq in the year 2000 but the first sell off from a major top uh, got followed by a bounce that ends up retracing 50 to 60% and then an, a secondary sell off that goes to test back the low so that's something that we will uh, at least try to look for uh, in the next leg uh, because that's how you strategize you try to look at the history and uh, strategize where markets are going to go uh, heading forward uh, and in that sense uh, we will be looking at whether Uh, markets roll over from a key retracement mark now uh, the other question that arises is the us market has already done a 50% retracement and so i am getting asked this question a lot then is it ready for a uh, move lower and then how would indian markets really do what they have to do now many times each market that has to do something ends up doing it eventually even if there is a divergence between markets something comes up that uh, makes uh, 
the markets uh, complete each of their individual structures unless things get really bad now if there's an overnight sudden sell off and you know us markets start falling 4 5% a day then that's a different scenario we've pretty much become comfortable with what is known as a 2% 3% day now in markets every day we are seeing that kind of swing so volatility is definitely gone to a higher level but uh, for a b wave pullback rally volatility would also come down significantly is what i sense i put out a wix chart uh i think last thursday or wednesday if i'm not wrong uh, uh on uh, the india charts uh, website and the chart was essentially looking at what happened say even if you look at 2008 jan 2008 when the market sold off sharply uh, the wix had spiked to 70 to 80% that was the first sell off from the top and we actually hit two lower circuits so we had lost almost 30% from the high and then we bounced back to retrace almost 60% sold off again and then again retraced and before you really broke the lows in the nifty although the sensex did so a little bit and the bank nifty did quite a bit uh, the nifty itself held uh, that low and then pulled back again and the break of the lows only occurred much later after march uh, of the year uh, and by that time the wix had actually come back down from 70% to 20% so that's the important part that you know once you've already priced in high volatility to expect to move from a higher volatility to a still higher range uh, is extremely crazy or rather uh, the risk of doing so is very very high because you don't have uh, you know your downside is really not protected and you'd have to have the view that hell is going to break loose to expect volatility is going to go back to 70% or higher from these levels and so if you're going to normalize volatility or you're going to say that it's going to be in a broad range now from here on even in a downward trending market like uh, in the case of 2008 then you probably pull all the way back to maybe 30% 20% somewhere uh, uh, you know halfway down uh before you really see another spike in volatility or another round in selling so that can take time uh sometimes you do get very fast b wave rallies but so far it doesn't look like that's going to be the case we've already spent two weeks bouncing back in this market and my sense is that you could spend another couple of weeks uh, trying to do so so it could become a 5 to 6 week affair instead of just a 1 to 2 week affair now i could be wrong tomorrow morning if markets decide they want to crash anyway and the only reason why that could happen in what i'm seeing right now in terms of any intraday observations is that the dollar index is trying to move up again now this after uh, trillions of dollars of intervention that the fed has already done uh, would come as a major surprise but i think uh, it's a hidden force because you are still likely to see weakness in uh, the emerging market currency space something i've already discussed before and so i do think the dollar does have upward pressure left though i think uh, uh, i'm not sure whether it starts off immediately or it still consolidates for some more time because the dxy itself has become very very volatile uh even if i look at just the bollinger bands they are so wide that they probably need to contract a little more before you start getting a serious move in the dollar again so uh the bump up tonight whether it will become a serious concern or just be a bump up for a few days and then again pull back and so on uh, is what we'll be watching out for but every time you get that bump up uh, financial markets are going to get a little nervous because uh, the dollar market has been the main reason behind a large part of the crisis that we saw in the last two quarters So in the very very short term while this is happening I think uh, like I said uh, in the beginning banking stocks were weak uh, I do publish something called the uh, swing indicator which is like a diffusion index of uh, how all the stocks in the derivative segment are doing and it had reached a reading of almost 98% a very high reading uh, don't have many uh, 98% readings and very rarely I think only once or so have a 100% reading uh, I think in in 2006 when market was bouncing back from 
uh, that thirty uh, percent crash that we saw in May two from May to June of two thousand and six, uh, and in that bounce back, we, the swing did hit that kind of a high reading. So we've uh, reached 98% and so it looked like uh, that was a pretty heavy reading for the short term typically get a one to two day pullback is what I was writing on Monday but when markets gapped up today morning uh, I almost thought probably that won't happen and maybe it wants to continue higher and just that's when uh, markets gave up and have uh, given us that one day correction probably it continues for another day into tomorrow so tomorrow is the weekly expiration uh, but I would still expect uh, if we hold key retracements uh, a move up higher especially in bank nifty i think we haven't seen the upside because bank nifty still not gone above the march high which nifty has uh, nifty at least has done uh, so the 9030 high got surpassed in nifty but bank nifty is uh, still not gone past that uh, so it would have its lower end supports probably at 18400 to 18100 is i'm sense is what i'm sensing and as long as it doesn't really break below those lows uh, I think uh, uh, the next roundup uh, for the markets would involve banking stocks actually making a comeback because they've been one of the weakest uh, segment of the market. And then uh, you'd get a, you know, uh, most of the segments having participated in the bounce uh, and making us more ready for the uh, next sell off uh, as and when that becomes due. So that's what I'll be watching out for the next couple of days. Uh, the cooling off of the swing. Uh, global markets whether they you know get uh, too violent on the sell-off uh, in oil or the rise in the dollar more importantly the dollar than oil itself because like I said that's been backstopped and uh, uh, while you can get normal 2-3% up and down days so if it's just that then I think the upside still not complete in our indices because we haven't hit the 50% normal retracement that we've seen before at least on the nifty if not the bank nifty because you can get other sectors uh, weaker than the main index but the main index typically does that and so I'll continue to anticipate it unless uh, we see outright weakness most of my sentiment indicators after having hit an extreme oversold condition in the month of uh, end of march have really not come out of that zone to at least what you get typically in bear market rally so those readings have not been reached on most indicators and which is why uh, it is hard to really say uh, preemptively that uh, the bounce is coming closer to the end and so we really have to uh, let it reverse else wait for higher levels to really show up a 50% retracement of the entire fall so far uh, at least from the Feb top would be closer to around 9880 and so that will be a number to watch out for we are, uh, we are still pretty far from that and if we do go there then there's a meaningful upside I think in markets that uh, we can actually end up uh, playing for so watch out for those signs and uh, until the next update that's all from me for today uh, those were the discussions I think I've had uh, online on the media today and have been writing about in my daily newsletter, which you can sign up for and uh, get my update on all of this every day. So thank you and take care of yourselves and keep your sanity as we continue to hold on to an extended lockdown and wish to uh, overcome at least the health crisis in the coming weeks. Nothing in this podcast is investment advice. Views on financial markets are in good faith to expand your understanding of how markets work. Please consult a registered financial advisor for the same. And yes, please share this podcast with everyone you think can benefit from this knowledge.